Hi guys, we are back at the podcast, the Old Testament and the lessons that we can learn from it. I'm so sorry it took so long. I realize that my Bible studies are not weekly because sickness happens, things happen, and so I am sorry about that. And real life happens. So if you guys are not plugged in into a Bible study or a small group in real life, I highly encourage it because I prioritize that so much. And I'm just really glad that I get to do this in addition to all of that. So let's jump into it. We are going to be looking at Genesis chapter 6 specifically on verses 8 through 22. Now, the reason why this took so long for me to get this out, honestly, was because God is really working on me and I was really struggling with this. So yeah, I'll explain it all later as we get there. For those who cannot pause this and read chapter 6, I'll give you guys a quick, quick summary that does not replace the Bible. God saw the world and it was wicked. He wanted to destroy this wickedness because it was just so detestable in the Lord's eyes. But there was one person, Noah, that found favor with the Lord. And in verse 8, I noted that Noah found favor with the Lord. In verse 9, Noah walked with the Lord. If you heard a squeak, it was my chair. I promise it was not a bodily noise. Um, but yeah, I just thought it's interesting because Noah had favor with God because he walked with God. This type of faith and righteousness that he's accredited for was built on a daily relationship. And another big theme that stood out to me was that Noah allowed God to just interrupt his life so that he could join God in what he was doing. So God had this plan that he was going to bring off a flood and he chose Noah as an instrument to be used, but I'm I'm for sure that Noah had no idea that he would be gathering materials to make an ark, herding animals to put inside this boat, and working on this for year after year after year. Like, I don't think that was in Noah's foreseeable future. Like, I don't think he went, okay, five years later, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this. I'm pretty sure he had his own plans on what he was going to do, but he allowed God to change the direction of his life. And I think that's just so outstanding. So that's why we're going to be focusing specifically on the obedience that he demonstrated in this. So like the story of Cain and Abel that we talked about in the last Bible study, Noah was also mentioned in the Hall of Faith in Hebrews chapter 11, verse 7. By faith, Noah, being warned by God concerning events as yet unseen, in reverent fear constructed an ark for the saving of his household. By this he condemned the world and became an heir of righteousness that comes by faith. So even the Bible credits that he had a faith for building this ark for something that he could not see. The first thing that pops in my mind is that sometimes there are going to be things that we cannot see, but we step out in faith. It's like this heavy fog. We can only see what's two feet in front of us, and we can't see what's ahead in our lives, but we trust God because we know the character of God. And that's exactly what Noah did. 
Now, you have to know that God guided Noah throughout this whole process of art making. Ark, ark making. Throughout this whole boat making process, God guided him with the materials that he would use and how to make it and the wisdom to make it. But it was for this flood that he had not yet seen. So just just to point out, he probably seemed crazy and he was a social outcast because he was making this thing and people all around him is like, what in the world is he doing? If you think about the persecution that we may have, and in America, we don't face that heavy of a persecution. We're able to practice our faith. We're able to have the freedom of religion. So it's kind of hard to find this parallel to our lives in America. And in terms of America, it's like Noah had to be so rooted up in the Lord that even though all these people were saying things about him, he was still making this ark. Now you have to know this ark took so many years. So he had to listen to all these people talking behind him, talking in front of him, talking about how crazy he was. And he still made this ark. This faith that he was credited for was built over a steadfast relationship that he had with God. And what's so astounding to me was that this obedience was met with the right type of attitude, like all obedience to God should be. It should be met with the attitude of submission. God came into Noah's life and said, I'm going to use you and you're going to make this for me. You're going to be my instrument. And Noah willingly did it. You don't see in this passage that Noah complained and griped about what he had to do. And Noah questioned God for years. It doesn't say that. And so that's just so inspiring to me. Because for me, what took me so long to come to terms with what I was learning was that I, I have weak faith. When I see things in front of me that aren't going so well, I immediately lose my strength. I start to doubt. I have to go because it smells like peaches farted and I am going to lose my train of thought. I'm so sorry. Stop. I'm so sorry. You yeah. I'm just pushing, on, I'm pushing through Come this fart. Oh my gosh. Oh, uh, where was I? Stop it. Where was I? I don't even know if I'm going to keep that in the podcast or not. <laughs> oh, okay. No, no. I, I remember where I was. Um, I realized that I had such weak faith because when things in front of me aren't looking so well, my immediate response is to just become really down and sad. And, and that's how I was for the past couple of weeks. I was really struggling because things weren't looking so well. And my response to it wasn't so well. And, and I realized that I had weak faith and I was reading a story about a man who had strong faith and I was just really convicted. I'm like, okay, something's, uh, something has to be changed. So that's why this took so long because God was working in my heart about all this. So on verse 22, this was a, this was a crazy part. God is telling Noah all these things that he's about to do and what he is to do. And then it says in verse 22, and Noah did this. He did everything that God had commanded him. And that's so astounding. 
I wonder if God could say the same about us. And blank did all that God had commanded him or her. And this wasn't easy for Noah. You have to realize it wasn't just this one-time thing of saying yes to this grandiose idea. It was a day after day, a year after year. It was a lifetime of saying, yes, Lord, yes, Lord. And that's the type of faith that should be reflected from us. So as an application, what can we do from all that we have learned and read? If the Holy Spirit hasn't already convicted you, I'm honestly relying 100% on the Holy Spirit to do his job through these Bible study. But you guys, God is working. Ask him how you can join in the work that he is doing. Or if maybe God is calling you to a specific direction, can you step out in obedience? There are going to be times, many times, in fact, more than the times that we can see, there are going to be times that we cannot see what is in front of us, but we have to say, yes, Lord. Can you do that today? Can you say, yes, Lord? We are going to close out this podcast. It has been crazy with interruptions and refilming and everything, um, but I hope I hope that you guys don't let this end when this podcast ends. All right, that is a airplane and it's my cue to leave, I guess. (laughs) Bye.